Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Starlet Thomas at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published more than 150 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org backslash bookstore. Today's guest is Wallace W. Horton, author of Windows for the Journey. So I'm so glad that you could join us for another episode of Good Faith Reads. Uh, Wally, you have another book out. And so we want to talk about that with our audience. You ready to dive in? I'm ready if you're ready. <laughs> All right. So from, from Windows on Worship to Windows for the Journey, you have provided your readers with a lens through which to view faith and respond to daily life experiences. Why do you continue to return to the image of windows? Well, that's, that's a, a great question. And, and uh, it actually started many years ago. In, in 1995, I was uh, writing a, a, a semi-monthly um, article for an organization, a professional organization I belong to. And it was about for church uh, worship leaders and musicians and pastors, and uh, it was, had to deal with the topic of windows. And uh, I mean, it was work with windows, with worship. And uh, so we we called it Windows on Worship. The the, um, the particular chapter that we belonged to were, was for Washington, D.C., and the, the overall title of the of the periodical was windows on, windows on Washington. So we just took that one step further and... Uh, called the article yeah, every other month, Windows on Worship. And so I, I, I came back to that idea when I, when I uh, did the first book. Um, and many of the articles that I wrote from 1995 all the way up to 2015 were um, those articles that I had written previously, uh, that had been reworked, had been made a little bit more relevant for you know, 20 years down the road. And... Uh, so when it came time to think about doing uh, another book, it was um, the idea of, well, the first book was was more or less geared towards worship leaders, worship planners, church musicians, pastors, that sort of thing. I mean, the person in the pew could certainly pick it up and read it and, and hopefully um, get some insights into worship out of it. But it was really a, a, a more of a narrow group of people that it had been written for. This second book, the idea was to write it for as many people as uh, would want to be able to, to pick it up. And uh, uh, and originally, I had the idea of, uh, it would be uh, uh, Windows on the Journey, just like the other one was Windows on Worship. This would be Windows on the Journey, i.e. The, 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 the journey of life. And the, the deeper we got into it, rather than Windows on the Journey, um, a lot of times you need to plan ahead, ahead of the journey. So it's Windows for the journey before you get on the journey. Um, and, you know, you can't predict everything that's going to happen on your journey. But you, if you have some ideas of possibilities of things that could happen, you know, our God is a God of surprises. So sometimes things happen that we're not even thinking of. But the idea of windows for the journey and then uh, and then the idea of, of, of prose, prayers and poems for the daily walk, because the daily walk is something that we do uh, every day. So that that's kind of how I. I got uh, to that idea of windows, and and in the in introduction to the book, I talk a little bit about it. You know how in the construction industry, there's different types of windows. There's uh, 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 windows uh, 
that come in various sizes and shapes. Uh, there's windows that allow us to see out. There's windows that block the view. There's windows that are stained glass windows and tell a story. So not every window is the same. And, and that's the same as in the book. Not every window is the same. Some deal with different episodes of life. Uh, one of the one of my favorite titles in here is uh, one of the essays is The Vicissitudes of Life, which, you know, the challenges that we all face. And uh, so that's that gives, that's a little bit of, of how we, we came up with the idea of windows on the worship. And and um, uh, Good Good Faith Media did a wonderful job of coming up with covers that, um, to the books that I think really help carry that theme through with the idea of a, of a window on the on the uh, on the cover. I love that it's that you have these collection of words that persons can pick up and, and walk with that it guides them along and that you have a word for it. So often uh, a challenge to name our experience and you've kind of given us a preemptive response that when you come upon this particular instance, that you have a word um, and a window, a perspective for that, that leg of the journey. An important note to all of our listeners, we at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you'd like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org backslash bookstore for more information. That's goodfaithmedia.org backslash bookstore. Another question I have is this, what do you want readers to see and to walk away with, with after, after reading this, this book? What is your hope for the publication? Well, obviously, I, I hope people will pick it up and read it and find it useful. But uh, in terms of what people uh, might receive from reading one essay or praying one prayer or looking at uh, studying a poem, that, that, that really, is, uh, in a real sense, not to be uh, overly theological about it, but in a real sense, it, that's really kind of a, a Holy Spirit thing in the sense that that when a person picks something up and reads it, um, the Holy Spirit will work through those words and reveal uh, a particular message or theme that's just unique for that person in the situation that they find themselves. You know, we talk about how the Holy Spirit works through the reading of the Word of God and 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 reveals reveals the nature of God and the nature of Jesus uh, to us. And, and in in a much smaller way, hopefully, when a person picks this up and reads something about uh, um, taking care of God's gifts or always keep on singing or where are your thoughts or obeying God's voice, some of the some of the essays that are in here. That the Holy Spirit speaks to whoever's reading it in a way that's that is unique and meets the needs of where that person finds themselves in in their journey. I love that about the Holy Spirit. I call I see the Spirit as my muse, and so it's so interesting how the Spirit works not only on the reader but on the writer. We'll be right back with more Good Faith Reads. I'm Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media, and we're proud to announce a Better Way initiative. A Better Way. People of faith are too often cast as only narrow-minded and fundamentalist. This image is false, so let's not surrender the truth. A Better Way. This initiative from Good Faith Media will focus people of faith on giving voice to justice, 
to inclusion, to love. These values define the faith communities so many of us know. A Better Way initiative from Good Faith Media. Go to goodfaithmedia.org and click on initiatives. There's more to tell. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today, we're joined remotely by Wallace W. Horton, author of the Good Faith Media book, Windows for the Journey. I'm Starlet Thomas of Good Faith Media. So what does this book, Windows for the Journey, mean to you? Uh, what windows has this writing process opened for you? Well, <laughs> it's, it's uh, again, um, the first book, uh, Windows on Worship, was was really things that have been written over a period of 25 years, whereas uh, um, a larger number of the, the writings, the, the prayers and the poems uh, and the essays were uh, written more recently, although there are some that go back away. Uh, so it's it's caused me to, to, uh, to reread what I had written previously. It's caused me to rethink the process through which you listen to what God may want, maybe wanting you to write, and it's also and it's caused me to recreate. recreate. So it's the idea of rereading what I had, rethinking through what I had, and recreating uh, some of those thoughts that that uh, may have come to me in the last twelve or eighteen months. Sounds like a meditation of sorts for you. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. One final question. So it's organized in three parts, and you've talked about that. There's prose, there's prayer, and there's poems um, from the book. Uh, is there a particular one that sticks out for you on this leg of the journey where you find yourself? And would you mind sharing it with our audience? Well, they all stick out. <laughs> of course they do. It's like making someone pick a favorite child. It's interesting. It's interesting to go through and, uh, you know, kind of see... What we, what I, where I was at, what I was thinking when I actually wrote it. One of the uh, essays in here that was actually uh, first written in, uh, I think, 2017 is an essay. It's called uh, Praying When Nobody's Watching. And uh, 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 it's it's about, you know, I, I go back and think about when I shared a room with my grandfather when he came to live with us after my grandmother passed away. And and. Sometimes I would walk into the room and and he would be on the edge of his bed uh, praying and he didn't necessarily realize it, that I was watching. And then uh, again, in that same essay, the idea of my father got up very early to go to work when it was still dark. And a couple mornings when I was a boy, I would go into the kitchen and he would be at the table eating his breakfast and uh, he'd he'd be folding his hands and he'd have his head bowed. And, and I don't know if he ever saw me uh, that I that he knew that I was watching him, but uh, uh, I, I remember that you know that those were the type of memories that uh, others and uh, the influence they had on me. And so I, I I that's on page nine in the book. In case anybody wants to take a look at it, but but I think one of the um, poems that I wrote, and I believe me, I'm I'm not a great poet or anything, but um, these are just some thoughts that uh, this was actually written about. 20, 22, 23 years ago. And it was at a, a time in my life when uh, I was moving from one position in one congregation, one church to another. And it was kind of, a, I had a little downtime between between uh, 
bringing uh, closure to one one ministry and starting a new ministry. And um, this is based on the Bible verse, uh, keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. And the title of this poem is O Morning Sun, M-O-R-N-I-N-G, Morning Sun. And it, it goes like this. O morning sun, O morning sun, you beckon us to rise and shed the cloak of night's dark veil and welcome God's new prize. We look not back nor gaze ahead. We only ponder now. We think not about the task before. The Lord will show us how. The morning sun, the morning sun moves up into the sky to light the day and meet the birds who whistle as they fly. But what of us? How do we spend the time that we've received? We dare not let it slip away, lest we become deceived. Deceived, you say? That cannot be. Yet we must be beware. The sun is through the noonday hour, and we have yet to share the love of Jesus for the world whom he himself has saved, to bring us to himself in heaven, his life for all he gave. The morning sun, the morning sun is setting in the west. Its rays are gradually dimming as it finds a place to rest. Before the final darkness descends upon us all, take one last opportunity to heed the Savior's call. O morning sun, O morning sun, you beckon us to rise and take the love of Jesus and declare it to the skies. We may not tell it perfectly or fill the fisher's net, but we can do our part to share before the sun has set. Well, it's my favorite. <laughs> Good grief. Ollie, thank you so much for your work and witness and certainly for your latest book, Windows for the Journey, Prose, Prayers, and Poems for the Daily Walk. What a blessing you are and what a blessing this time has been. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. <laughs>